Good. Everybody ready? Mm-hmm. Let's go. Episode four. Welcome back to Four Takes and Fuel podcast. This is your host Alex, Ethan, Chance. I'm Colton. Yep, and this is another episode where we just pretty much talk about racing. So it's been a week. Uh, it's been a hot week. Oh my! Stupid yeah, like it's gonna get only worse. Yeah, this Friday it's supposed to be a hundred degrees before the heat index. Yeah. yeah, and same thing Saturday. Yeah, yeah. So hell yeah, we're racing Saturday, so that'll be fun. Yep. Can add 10 degrees oh, Liquid that. IV is your best friend. Yeah. yeah. I saw my well, sister post on that said, this can't be the same 90 degrees that I, I played softball in. Absolutely no, not. No, no. <laughs> no, no. She was telling me that the other day. She was like, uh, she's like, I can't believe that I voluntarily paid to play in this kind of weather. And we well, used to race. Well, we still, we we still, still do. We still do. like, man. Dude, those Causeyville races in July, though. Those Texas, were hell. Yeah, the, the Grand Nationals in yeah. 2009, man. It was the lowest high was 100 degrees. Yeah. yeah. Or All week long. Without the heat index. When yeah, I went to exactly. Do- when I went to Dogwood in 2011 for the Max Daddy, it was miserable. Yeah. i say probably the worst race was Why Not. It was like uh, 110. Mm. Everybody was having heat strokes. The ambulance Yummy. was hot. Yeah. The ambulance was working his ass off. I bet. We need more IV bags. Yeah. <laughs> Bring in the saline. I got plenty of those. Yeah. Liquid IVs. Yeah, those definitely work. Yep. Yeah. So, so what's been up this week? Working. Just working. Yeah, today was my first day back at work. Yeah, Chance nice. took off. Yeah, took off that Friday and Monday, huh? Yep. So, uh, my test that I had last week. Oh yeah, what was that? What was Shot that? for a forty, made a forty. Hey, hey. top of that curve, sitting on the curve, baby. Still top of that, curve. though. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, he said the average was like a thirty-seven. Oh, that's not bad. That's above average. That's above average. Yeah, highest was an eighty. At least he was above average in something. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Above average, and the teacher did up front say that if you if you if you make forties, you're passing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Not bad. Good. When he gave us the test and it was eight pages, I didn't even write my name. I just looked through the whole test and laughed. I would have walked out immediately. <laughs> Who needs a degree? Fuck me, shit. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need that. I don't. I wouldn't need that kind of stress in my life. Nope. Not at all. We have some decorations on the table. Brought yeah. a few new ones. Um, but we don't have the camera set up. No, we don't. Way to go, Colton. That's okay. <laughs> I can grab it. it I'll happens. grab it real quick. No, it's good. It's all That's good. good. We it's already good. started. It's all good. We got some die casts. We got a hauler, a little sprint car, two nice little slot machines. I need to do uh, some ducks. Yep, some ducks. Dude, those ducks are. That's hard. ducked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, uh, I think we all learned a lesson Saturday. What was that? Um, the reservation thing at Nola. Reservations. Oh, yeah. You... On holiday weekends. Reservations are more than necessary. Yeah. Because that never happened. No. Ever. I've never, never been. never had to. Ever. Just walk up and race. Yep. Yeah. You'd walk up, pay, and just stick you in a race. But there were so many people there. Dude, he said they started the morning off with a complete bus of people. Oh, no. No. Yeah. When I drove up, 
there was a black Mercedes like Skeeter van, yeah, passenger van, leaving. It's a Sprinter Sport. van. Whatever it is, Skeeter Sprinter. Skeeter. Skeeter's a boat, bro. I think that's your new nickname, Skeeter. Yeah, Skeeter. Oh, Skeeter. Skeeter. What's going on, Skeety? Skeet. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Gabby's going for sixty days now. That's all. That's funny. Oh man, yeah, but unfortunately, Gabby did leave. Yep, she'll she be. She, that was, Gabby is Ethan's girlfriend that lives in Florida. She'll be back. She'll be back in sixty days. Take well, my graduation is it, pictures. Is it sixty now? No, it's it, like no, it's probably like fifty-five. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's all right. She's coming back to take my graduation pictures and stuff. So. There you yeah. go. Sick. She got some sick pictures of us at Talladega, so that was. She's actually cool. working on those uh, this week. Yeah, so that'd be cool. Should, should be able to have them back by this weekend. She voluntarily did it, so there's no pressure. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was that was really nice of her to do that. So is that so, song by Kevin Harvick? Yeah, they all are. I'm pretty sure. They all are. Not all. Oh, this one's one. yeah, this one is too. Yeah, nice. I uh, when I went and met him, when I went to Daytona for my senior trip in 2018, when I went to Daytona, mm. um, second practice got rained out, and I saw that he didn't leave his hauler, and um, so I went and stood on it because I mean it was pouring down rain and it was terrible, mm-hmm. and um, he walked out and I met him. We had a conversation for like 10, 15 minutes, and he signed him. And if you look at him, you see that the four has the number four under his signature but the 29 doesn't he's smart fixed, he fixed his like he made sure his signature was was right yeah okay huh. Huh. pretty legit yeah yeah that gold chrome is dope yeah, yeah I do like that gold chrome 71 of them and there's 71 of those gold chrome ones yep that was that's the one that he won the uh, 500 in wow oh, shit. yeah mm. I mean of course not color chrome but yeah Martin, Martin should have got that Boy, I was pulling for him. Where was yeah. the run, though? Hey, I was pulling for him. I mean, I think that was probably... There was two things Mark never won. Championship and Daytona 500. That was probably one of the story. That was probably one of the best finishes Yeah. in a Daytona 500. I remember I don't know, didn't y'all see Ryan Newman's? That was pretty wild. <laughs> what? Ryan Newman's finish? That was crazy. Like when he wrecked? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah, that was pretty, <laughs> it's way wilder than a photo finish. Oh, yeah, for sure. Our, our, well, yep. it wasn't Daytona 500, but uh, Austin Dillon. Yep. Yeah, that was great. That still to this day, that's one of the craziest crashes I've ever seen. I thought that was a 500. No, it was, no, it was the, the 400. Yeah. It was the 400 the year before I went, or two years I think. That's one race I want to go to for sure. Oh, it's amazing. Well, back to Nola. Yeah. yeah. What an eventful hot day. So I guess we can start it off by saying the Fortex and Fuel Boys got outran. On the fastest lap time by a boy from Woodworth. A boy Woodworth, from Woodworth, Louisiana. Woodworth, Louisiana. Yeah, up in the sticks. About a tenth and a half. If you know anything about Woodworth, you know that it is. I don't know shit about it. A super small town. Yeah, no, like it's like and one street kid, in, one street out. This kid just came out and outran us, which made his head so much bigger. Mr. Jacob Butler, congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. But, uh, no, but those, man, those carts were. So worn yeah. out and just—I mean, you and I were talking about it, Chance. I mean, it was just pure luck, really. Yeah, if exactly. you got a fast cart and you didn't know which ones were fast because exactly. they all look fast, right? You know. And then, like another thing was like you and I had carts that had stupid amounts of straight line speed, but no, no corner, corner speed. speed. Or I had a shit ton of corner speed and it, no straightaway. Exactly, speed. it was one or the other. Yeah. But uh, Chance literally almost killed Ethan. 
Yeah, dude. Yeah, it was it was not on purpose. Of course, you know we well, it was I, not I, on purpose. I don't know, man. The way Chance it took just, it was you did it like it was intentional. Yeah, no. But I, just because of the events that led right, to it, right. seemed like it was on purpose. No, and I I get that. And then you know when I told you that the whole like the cart was cutting out because you come out the horseshoe, the cu- the cart would cut out, and then coming right out of the, like right out of that left real small left hander, you'd uh, mm-hmm. like the motor would pick back up. And then it was like all the speed that I should have had just like got shoved right back in it and going into the hairpin. I was like, okay, either I'm going to run into the back of you or I'm going to have to go low and try and turn it. And you turned in way You got my left rear. Yep. You, you clipped it uh, yeah. real good. Yeah. For, for some go-karts at a, just a rental track, Chance was heated. You could have sworn he was yeah. racing because for like the biggest race of his life. It was the second lap, and we had a we were yeah, no. similar speed, so yeah. it would have been a fun race, yeah. you know. Like he like some corners he was faster than me, and then others I wasn't. Yeah, you know. And then he just goes and dumps me. On so the mad. Second he lap. was extremely. But it was mad. really funny because me and him were like nose to tail trying to get through a, a lap, well, s- slower pace car, and I I punted him going foot- into the. Turn one, yep. and I just look at him and give him the number one, you know, <laughs> the special just, number one, because it's funny. And then two turns later, yeah, I'm, no, I'm wrecked, and that was not intentional. I mean, of course, I mean, we we talked about it, but no, that cart would cut out because R- Ricky actually had that same cart in his first heat, and I had it in the second heat. Mm-hmm. It would cut out right past the horseshoe, um, right past the hairpin, and then through the S's, it would cut out. So yeah. I had no straight line speed, and half of the corners I had no corner speed because it, it would just cut out yeah. just say you were slow Alex where'd you finish on time wise huh? mid pack yeah, I'm exactly. fat I don't even I know don't where, where, where where were we uh, I know me and Jacob were top two yeah I was it third was, it was Jacob Chance me Mason no, no, Mason was third no or I was third Ethan Jacob, Chance, Mason Ethan, Colton no, it was Mason how did you no, he got no. he got made he did like a thirty seven a thirty point seven at Col- a thirty point six yeah oh. okay well it was Colton Mason me Austin don't knock me down bro come on I've been out for a little bit but I'll, come on no dude Austin's first tr- time going yeah you was, got that on video didn't yeah, you? It, yeah. <laughs> he wrecked in the what was that the chicane. Yeah. Dude, you spun right. Like, what? Did, how did yeah. you do that, bro? Yeah, and like one of the runs, one of the runs we were gonna do was like the first lap. My dad spun out. Oh man, that was in like turn two or three. That was really and funny. I hit the brakes, and the brakes locked up, yep. and it spun me out on the grass, and I lost like a minute and a half of my runs. So. Yeah, you can't really hit the brakes in those because unless you're on the gas, because it'll just immediately lock them up and you'll spin. That one caught me off guard. I was scrubbing my tires still. It was coming out of the pits. And then I woke up last minute. It was like four carts spun. And I was yeah. like, whoa. Yep. Yeah, and Alex is stuck in the grass for about a minute and a half. Yeah. Wasn't your fault. Be better. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Didn't know the brakes would lock up that hard. Man, but uh, I had heat exhaustion really bad. What? I got home and I felt like shit. Yeah, no, I mean. I, was- I took three to leave. Nothing happened. Nothing worked. It was. It was terrible. I'm it was really hot. It was super hot. I got a heat rash on my hand that's finally going away, like from wearing my gloves and stuff. But yeah, I also didn't was not prepared and not drink enough water at yeah. all. That's because them pretty little hands don't have gloves on them anymore, <laughs> Mister Engineer. You gotta get back in the go kart. You gotta touch it. You know, you gotta, yeah, you gotta feel build it. Those calluses, man. Yeah, builds character. Yeah, but who's always at the track helping you and doing all the stuff? Hundred percent, hundred percent. But you're not in a go kart. Okay, we want you back in a go kart. We want you back in the go-kart, Ethan. 
I mean, I get it. Fuck the degree. Who cares? It's just, it's just a degree. <laughs> you don't need it. It it's, do it, you, you, see, you see, if I was like 18, 19, and I had just gotten into it, you know, 100%, I'm switching to high tech. Well, like, we're yeah. not making it out of this life alive, and you're taking it too serious. Well, in the engineering world, if you want to be an engineer, the degree matters. It definitely does. Yeah, it does. <clears throat> you could be anything you want to be. Not, with, not an engineer without an engineering degree. And especially without, not without the, the PE stamp. Not a professional engineer. Yep. You could be an engineer in your own garage, but yeah. you're not going to be a professional engineer without an engineering degree. Yeah. Facts. Mm. No <laughs> printer. Good for y'all. Mm. Good one. All right. Well, Colton's Triton came in yeah. today. Yeah, today. Ooh, how yeah. exciting. It is awesome. I had to go pick it up from uh, the distribution center in Lafayette. But what time did I get it? Uh, they, it got there at 5.30 this morning. He was there at 6.00. <laughs> he was there at 5 he, he was waiting on them at the dough. <laughs> I wish. I ran into a few client locations. Yeah, I'm here for my cart. And then uh, after that, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I had to do. I had to knock on the window because nobody was outside. And I was, they told me to be there. And I was like, I'm here. And nobody's out yeah, there. Yeah, knock on the door. Hey, I'm here for my box. <laughs> well, they were like, well, it was all exposed. It was just like saran wrapped. It was like a pallet. And no way. Strapped to the pallet. Yeah. And oh, saran wrapped. Oh, my God. The only thing is, the, that's why I'm saying I don't want to rush to throw it on the track. Cause... I'm telling you, we get it together and we run it. <laughs> hey, listen, just give us a pack of Caymans and me and Alex can take care of it. <laughs> pack of Caymans, a couple yeah. pods, and we'll be ready to go. I started looking through it. The only thing I found is uh, the right tie rod's got a slight bend in it, but other than that, where at? And the chain's bent. Uh, close to the actual steering column. How do you how do you bend the chain? They, it was crushed underneath the pallet, and when he picked it up, he slid the forklift forks under the pallet uh-huh. and lifted it with the chain between it. Nice. What an idiot. Yeah. So anyways, but it's all good. Chain's not expensive. Tie rod's not too bad. It's better than having to buy a whole brand new cart. Or even a spindle. Well, tie rod's a lot better than a spindle. Yeah. Spindles, I mean, they look okay. I haven't really gotten to really examine them heavily, but seems to be in good condition. So, it'd be That's exciting. Good. Yeah, for for a ten year old go kart, it's it looks like it's in good condition. Yeah, Micron four. Looks like it was well taken care of. So chance, how's uh, yeah. how's thirty two treat you? Yeah, how's it feel? I am tired a lot. Um, well, that's too damn bad. Yeah, my bones crack way too often. Oh yeah, yeah just one day once it flipped to thirty two, it was just no, it crack started snapple at about pop thirty. Yeah, I think uh, it started at about I think 30. the email got to the Fortex and fuel email but i think your aarp card should be coming in soon uh, <laughs> yeah i mean i mentally don't feel 32 physically i do you know drinking sucks oh drinking's fun the next two days suck ordered any viagra yet i don't have that problem <laughs> <laughs> not yet not yet, <laughs> not yet. so uh um, What's the uh, what's the plans for this weekend? We going to Jackson? We going to Katie? Yeah, we're gonna go to Katie because we're going to Mojave on July second. Okay, cool. Yeah, have big... the, we'll have the cart from Mojave for sure. I say yeah, for Katie, but we'll give it a shot. I think we'll do that. Um, yeah, but Mojave, uh, three forty weight and three ninety weight is seven fifty. You think Jackson's gonna take away from the cart count? Oh, absolutely. No. Uh, no. I mean, it might pull the guys from Mojave that wanted to come. No, I don't think. It, I think it pulls a lot of uh, Mississippi and Alabama guys. Yeah. And Mojave will probably pull all of Louisiana guys, yeah. and some Mississippi guys, maybe even some Tennessee guys. 
I know a couple people. Or Kansas, maybe. Mm, I don't even. I don't know even know if they have a karting scene up there. I know they have a big mm. late model scene. Though. Yeah, yeah. Karting kind of fell off up Dirt there. Car. So I think it. I think it'll pull in. 120 plus entries. Yeah, Mojave should be. 130 stacked. maybe. Should be a pretty good turnout. We have paid parking, so we'll have really good parking for where we are. So it'll be nice. We'll be right at the grid. So a chance if you ever want to load them, come on. I'll think about it. Yeah, Colton's little nigga coming tires. on. Me, Austin. I need to break in some tires if you want to break a bit. Just saying. Shit, I'm, I'm going to go for the win. Okay. Okay. Put some tires on. You can't win if you're not on the track. You're right. I mean, you can Flintstone it. No. Yabba dabba doo. Well, I mean, hey, 105 is doing winger dog races, so, I mean, there's weirder things yeah. out there. Yeah. I mean, when I, I had to double-take that. They're legitimately lining up a bunch of wiener dogs and letting them go. Dodgins. 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 Dash hounds. Dash hounds. <laughs> back to my hobby. Yeah, they added $100 to every other class that they don't have guaranteed money in, so. Hmm. Damn. Yeah. Putting up that money. Hey, you can do it, and you got it. Why not? Yep. So some exciting news that we have. Uh, we're trying it out. We're gonna see how it goes. Um, Ethan is gonna tell us a little bit more about the iRacing League we created. So uh, going forward, um, we're looking at July seventh, actually, uh, tentative start date for the new Vortex and Fuel iRacing Truck League. Um, it's gonna be on Thursday nights, uh, seven o'clock prompt C- Central Standard Time is going to be green flag drop. Um, Discord for the league has already been created. Um, I'm sure Colton can put all of that information in the description for this episode. Or uh, just message one of us and we can send you an invite. Absolutely. Um, we're looking at a 14 race schedule right about now. Um, and all of the races are going to be half schedule from the actual truck series event length. So in the event that, you know, for example, Daytona is 100 laps, we'll do 50 laps of Daytona under the lights um, and so forth. All fixed that up, and also fixed. subject to change on race length. If if we notice, you know, too yeah. short, we we'll we'll, we'll get the feel for it. Yeah, for sure. This um, is just a test. The first season is gonna be a test. It'll all be in the Discord if we make any changes or updates. Uh, like I said, it'll be all fixed setups, and it'll be in the truck series. And we kind of went through the schedule last night or Tuesday or Sunday Sunday, Sunday, night. Sunday night. Yeah, we kind of picked uh, you know what we thought would be the raciest tracks. Um, we do have a dirt race, which is Bristol Dirt. Um, we did bring that. We cut Knoxville. Uh, we have at least one road course. Watkins Glen. Yeah, Watkins Glen. Uh, trucks don't go there, but we thought it was the funnest road course we could put in there. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the one for the least amount of chaos in a race. But we have a it's, – it's a really good mix of short tracks and mile and a half, a dirt race and a, and a – a couple super speedways. Yeah, a couple super speedways. We have Talladega and Daytona. Short tracks. And, yeah. yeah. So. And then one thing to be excited about for all the true diehard NASCAR fans is um, the championship race is actually going to be in Homestead. It's not <laughs> yes. going to be in Phoenix. We, but Phoenix should be the second to yes. last race. Phoenix yeah. is yeah. second to last, but for we the swap, championship we race, we swap the two. We yeah. are going back to true traditional traditional Homestead and, as the final race. And it's the old Phoenix. Uh, yes. yes. Layout surface. And we thought we'd make it a little bit worth it for you to run the series. Uh, the champion will actually get a 164th die cast of their choice from the Four Takes and Fuel podcast. 
Autographed, right? No, 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 autographed. Yeah, no, no. Got to throw that in there. Any diecast of their choice, whether it's you know Derek Carr, late models, anything you know NASCAR, Xfinity trucks, we'll find it and we'll get it to you. So it gives you a little bit of an incentive to come race it. And I think what'll be cool about this too is it'll it'll really grow the community around the podcast. Um, that and I think it'll bring us all together. You know, learn everybody who's listening, even though we know most of the people who are listening. But right. Yeah. And most, we just got to find the people with iRacing, you know? Because not everybody that listens has iRacing. Right. But if you have friends that do, yeah. yep. point mm-hmm. them in our direction. Yeah. If yeah. you guys want to join, let us know. Reach out to the Facebook messages, and we'll get you pointed in the right direction. And I think we're going to be running some hosted races, I think, starting maybe tomorrow night. Um, just kind of recruitment. Peaks, yeah, more, some recruitment races, trying to get some peaks of interest and everything. Yeah. Um, most of us will race. Some of us won't, just to kind of keep an eye on guys that might be a good fit that kind of thing so keep a lookout um probably around um hosted races we'll probably do like seven o'clock central time maybe eight o'clock latest would probably be eight thirty. so yeah we're just trying to make sure that this is a legit league and that people aren't just coming on and trying to you know bullshit and wreck everyone and, yeah we want to make it competitive fun and sort of i mean not take it serious semi-serious you know it's supposed to be fun but you know give and take don't don't just dump people yeah. right yeah, definitely. We don't want to, we don't want to play eye pacing. Yeah. The the plan is me, Chance, and Colton will race it as much as possible, but Ethan's going to be the race director, and if Ethan needs help, one of us will come help him. But yeah. um, we'll see how that goes with me, Chance, and Colton racing it, Indeed. and yeah. Ethan being the race director. So we'll we'll play it out, and if one of us needs to back out, and Ethan says he needs help with race directing, you know, one of us will go do it to get more eyes on people. And the uh, also to qualify for the championship prize, you got to make eleven out of fourteen races. Yeah, you have three drops, uh, and you only have to make eleven out of fourteen. We went for like an eighty percent shoot on how many races you had to make, and eleven out of fourteen is seventy eight percent. So you get three drops. Um, it'll be your three worst races, or no shows. Yeah, yeah or no shows, and um, that'll make up the championship. Yeah. It'll be straight points. There'll be no like playoff system or anything like that. It'll just go off of pure points. And as well, five bonus points for leading a lap, and, and five more for most yeah, laps. Like the, yep. the traditional NASCAR, traditional NASCAR yeah. points. Yep. So, should be fun. Yep. Be awesome. Uh, One thing I'm excited for is you know no stages. I I just it would have been you know too hard to to yeah. to regulate and everything with you know the points distribution and this that the yeah, other I don't think iRacing really supports that they do have a new feature me and Ethan tried yeah. last night the uh, restart zone yeah the yeah, restart they, zone they, yeah. they added yeah. a restart really? zone yeah, yeah. It, it's for real like you uh, like the leader you get as soon as the pace car pulls off there's a huge message that comes up on the screen and you gotta maintain pace car speed and you can't go until you hit that box I think that'll be a great thing for people not jumping the start. Mm-hmm, definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, the first start has to be on green. Uh, well, of course. Yeah, yeah of well, course. But by iRacing rules, yeah. you'll get a black flag if you don't. Yeah. yeah. So we'll, uh, you know, of course, all restarts and um, starts are going to be on green. Um, but, you know, in within the restart zone or the start zone. So, um, you know, going from there. We'll have full damage on and everything. It'll be simulation for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe maybe like three or two yeah, faster, faster pairs. We'll get yeah. two faster and then pairs. We, we need to like we'll work out the details with tire like how many t- sets of tires we get and stuff. Yeah, like that. it's not going to be unlimited. There. We're consistently testing. We've been testing a lot lately and trying to figure out the best ratio for um, you know 
what works at what tracks and how long it takes for a tire to fall off. Like me and me and Ethan saw that if you run X lap time, that you can run this lap time for 17 laps and then it falls off. So. Yeah, at Charlotte. So yeah, Charlotte. Charlotte drops off probably about a lap 20. Yeah, real bad, like yeah. hard. Yeah, no. We when we were running the other night when you fell yeah. out, um, it was lap 17 consistently running 31 fours, 31 fives, and you went into turn one and there was nothing. no grip, yeah. nothing. So we're trying to make it the best experience for everyone. Um, but that's when it's fun when the tires fall yep. off. For sure. Yeah. I mean, you saw it when I when I did the the week long thing in Atlanta. I mean, tire fall off in Atlanta is absolutely nuts. Yeah. And I'm excited that you know that track's going to be in there. Um, thankfully, they thankfully iRacing hasn't put the new. Oh, we do not have Texas. Texas is yes, not on. The Texas schedule. is not on the schedule. So um, you are old. Actually, you know, going to the schedule real fast. Um, we're looking at Daytona. Las Vegas, Atlanta, Martinsville, Bristol Dirt, Darlington for a throwback weekend kind of deal. Um, Charlotte, and then we're going to go to Watkins Glen. And then to spice things up, we're going to go to North Wilkesboro, um, Old Michigan, um, Bristol Knight, Talladega, Old Phoenix, and then wrap it up for the championship down in Homestead. And every race that we can hold it at, as as night in the iRacing simulator, it's going to be at night. So if the track has lights, it's gonna be held at night. So that'll be that'll that'll yeah. make it fun. Yeah, Phoenix will be during the day for sure. Yeah, that. Afternoon, Which I don't understand why. Afternoon kind of deal. Because yeah. Old Phoenix had lights. Maybe, maybe after. They laser scanned the track. Mm-mm. No, because when they laser scanned it, I mean, it would have been just for the repave. I don't know. I mean, even the repave has lights. Yeah, well, I know that. So. But I, I don't know. I don't remember ever seeing a night Phoenix race back in the day. Yep. So. So if you don't have iRacing, go get it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Drop about three grand, you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, everybody's got that sitting around, right? Yeah. No, you can, you can. The first computer I built for iRacing, I paid 600 bucks. Yep. Yep. I mean, and it was just enough to run the game. I mean, hell, Colton, I mean, you. You run it off your laptop. I mean, Grant. I mean, it's yeah. a it's a badass laptop. But yeah, a you know. laptop was thirteen hundred, and the uh, steering wheel and everything was another three hundred. Yeah. So I spent sixteen hundred for everything. Which is not bad at all. Half of what I spent. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't even know how much you. I pay for my computer. So is yours? Is yours? Yours is a desktop. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, not really getting into the whole incident point thing. Um, if in fact you were to hit the, the max incident point um, limit, you get parked for the race, and then if you do it a second time, you're parked for the race, and you're under suspe- you're suspended for the following race, and then you're under review for possible removal from the league. Yeah, and the max X points is thirty, which is very hard to get to. Yeah. You have right. to try, but. It can happen, yeah. especially Talladega. Right, and stuff that's like that. that's why I know. bumped it up yeah. to thirty. In the event that you know Talladega, you get caught up in a big one, or you know all the big ones, right? Or like <laughs> you can get you can get eight eight X's a hit at Talladega. Yeah, I mean the way it, it I racing simulation is just so temperamental sometimes. Yeah, like you go to bump somebody on the backstretch, you might not get a might not get an incident point, but you the next lap you bump them again, you get I think, four. I think we'll see the most incident points at Watkins Glen. Yes. For and long tracks. tracks. Yep. 
And just to keep it fair, um, you know, when it comes to those penalties and stuff, we're going to leave it up to Ethan because Ethan is completely just race director. So, you know, us, me, Colton, and Chance being competitors, we feel like it wouldn't be fair for us to make calls on fellow racers. Yeah, while we're racing. While we're racing the series, yeah. 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 So, so we'll be in a completely different channel as him, and it'll be all his. So if he does something wrong... Go, go bitch at him. I give yeah. you his address. <laughs> <laughs> we're here right now. Yeah. Sheldon rips the top in one and two. Donnie Schatz rips the top as well and goes from fourth to third and nearly takes second from Sheldon Hodenshield. White flagged away for Hodenshield out of turn number four. Logan Schuart and Donnie Schatz wheel the wheel for second as they race into turn one. Shots to the cushion. Schuart slides up and Schatz has second. And now David Gravel trying to get third as they race into the final quarter. It'll be a $20,000 win for Sheldon Hodenshield in the weekend, weekend sweep. Moving on into some dirt news, uh, Sheldon Hanschild has a big weekend at Beaver Dam. Uh, he sweeps the Jim Boyd Memorial. Uh, that gets him his 27th and 28th career victories, um, which also makes the number of Hanschild family victories up to 100. His father, Jack, has 72, and Sheldon has 28 now. So that's that's really cool for a family deal right there. 100 uh, wins. Yeah. Also... <clears throat> he joins Brad Sweet as the only two drivers to win three straight Beaver Dam races through 31 appearances. Um, he also joins Sweet and Joey Saldana in the category of being repeat champions of the JB Boyd Memorial, the, the Jim Boyd JB Memorial. So that that's that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, he definitely he he jumped a lot of people right there in the points. Uh, I think he switched just in the weekend uh, fourth to second. So he, he made a pretty good 42 jump. 42 back from yeah. Sweet now. Yeah, and uh, they're going to head Second off. Second through fourth is very close in points. Mm-hmm. It's a tight run this year. Um, there are only 28 to twenty-eight of the 77 races le- uh, through, uh, and it, it's a pretty dang good points uh, run right now. Um, right here, though, though uh, starting Wednesday night, it'll do a makeup show at Husett's, uh and then they will race Thursday through Saturday for the inaugural High Banks Nationals. That was one of my favorite tracks on the old World of Outlaw game. Yeah, that that thing ripped. Yeah, and it's and then they'll <clears throat> they'll finish off on Saturday night with a hundred thousand dollar to win finale. Um, it's a it's a really fun track. Husets is repairing a lot of damage. They had a really bad storm go in and take the press boxes out. So damn, didn't know that. Yeah. That's the, that's the what the makeup shows from, um, but they I think they got everything under control and ready to go for this this week. They start tomorrow night. So, yeah, glad it's yeah, all together. That'll be fun. You can catch that on uh, Dirt Vision. Yep. They'll be racing. Yep. So that's fun. Uh, the championship standings: Brad Sweet still leads. Sheldon Hamshield is forty two back. David Gravel in third is forty eight back. Carson Macedo in fourth is fifty two back. And fifth place is Logan Schuhart. 72 back and just the leaps and bounds logan shuhart has made is amazing jake and his teammate jacob allen's ninth right now he's 390 back but that team right there shark racing man they have a lot of history and it is uh it's super cool to see what that team has done um just growing and continuously to get better 
Donnie's having an awful K year, I guess. He started off strong. He's sixth with uh, as 148 back, so he's not out of it. But he's got a he's got to start hitting his he's got to start hitting it right now. Yeah, yeah, he's still got plenty of time left in the season. I mean, <clears throat> like you said, they're only 28 races in. Um, I mean, there's a lot can happen before the end of the season. No, oh, yeah, and uh, so that's it's. It'll be interesting to see what happens throughout the rest of the year. Uh, Brad Sweet's been on a roll the past four years, so mm-hmm. yeah, man. We'll see what happens. You still running for K- uh, Casey Kane? Yeah, in the forty yeah. forty nine. Yeah, Napa. Yep. Why change it? Yeah. <laughs> don't don't it? fix something that's not broken. Yeah, and it was it was funny because uh, Sheldon was just telling Ricky Stenhouse how he needs to start winning these Saturday night races for the more money to, to get his confidence up, and he goes and sweeps Beaver Dam, which. Uh, Beaver Dam's actually the race that Jason uh, got in his wreck at. Jason really? Johnson, yeah. Right. They had a pretty Just bad. Piece. They had a really bad wreck with Craig Kinzer, and he got a concussion over the weekend over there. So hopefully everything's going to be okay with him. Uh, have to keep an eye on that. Yep. So he's going to be sitting out for a little while, um, but we'll see. The XR Super Series uh, is coming to Kokomo. Uh, they're resurfacing the Texas Motor Speedway. So the Dirt National event was moved to the historical Indiana racetrack, Kokomo, September 19th and 20th. So that's really cool. I love cool. saying that track name, Kokomo. Kokomo. Well, we just watched the midgets over there, yeah. the USAC midgets. So that should be interesting. Indeed. Yeah, so that's cool. Um, but yeah, they, uh, they race for some big money up here at Houston's here soon. So that'll be good. Verstappen can just start to relax and to rest a little bit as for the first time he starts a race in Montreal on pole and for the first time he sees the checkered flag and will know what it's like to win the Canadian Grand Prix. Max Verstappen comes home in first place. Carlos Sainz pushed him all the way and takes a fifth second place in his career and it's Lewis Hamilton back on the podium once more for Mercedes in third. So, Sunday on Father's Day, um, Max Verstappen. And takes, my birthday. And, and Chance's birthday, of course. Takes uh, takes the win down, uh, up in Montreal for the first race uh, in uh, three years, since 2019. Yeah. So, um, I mean, dude was practically in a world of his own this whole weekend. Um, showed, real, I mean, Ferrari and Red Bull both showed real strong race pace throughout the simulations in fp2 um had a wet qualifying um max once again just shows that he's top tier that's what i'm gonna say isn't max really good on wet roads absolutely um i mean he in qualifying he was six tenths faster than fernando and Jeez. fernando had his first front row start since his last pole 10 years ago so um ferrari and red bull of course equally matched on the race pace but still Red Bull's straight line speed is just unbeatable. Yeah, Carlos could catch him, but couldn't do anything. Yeah, no, could not do anything. He was just like you know, he'd catch him through the through sector two, but as soon as they hit the mm-hmm. the hairpin, it was over. Yeah, as soon as you get on that straight, it was just yep. game over. Yep. Um, and that's that's where he had all his DRS. You yep. know, he'd catch him at the end, but it wasn't enough exactly. to get past him. Yeah, that's um, also a very sketchy yeah. corner. That last chicane is mm-hmm. definitely. I mean, I think that's probably one of the, aside from Baku, I think that's one of the worst pit road pit lane entrances mm-hmm. on the circuit. Um, 
Of course, your team, Mercedes Chance, uh, takes another 3 4. Whoop. Um, hey, Lewis looked good before the safety card came He out. did. He did. Real good. Um, I'll give it to Mercedes. Props to them. Um, don't know what adjustments they made, but Friday they, I mean, look, you, Lewis said that the, the car was undrivable once again, and then um, they changed some stuff, and then Saturday he has a decent qualifying and then ends up on the podium on Sunday. So, so do you think the porpoising is fixed? I don't think it it's, didn't look that bad. It didn't. It didn't look bad, but I think. Um, I mean, DRS plays a big part in this track, but it's also you don't really have a lot of long straightaways aside mm-hmm. from that last That's, straightaway. Yeah. So, um, I mean, Mercedes has always had their finger on that track, especially Lewis. I think he's taken I think seven, seven wins over there. Seven wins. So, I mean, I wasn't surprised to see that he did well. Um, but I was surprised to see their turnaround from Friday to Sunday. Yeah, that's what I was curious about because you said they did some work to it or changes or something like that yeah. last week. So in FP2, um, Lewis and George ran two different floors, and Lewis came okay. over the radio and said, this car's undrivable. I can't drive it. Gotcha. And then Sunday, I mean, they go out and they're running 3-4. Um you know, of course, Charles had to come from 19th because they took another engine outside of the allocation, so he had the engine penalty. Mm-hmm. And then Checo, um, who crashed out in qualifying, really didn't crash, but nose got stuck in the barrier. And as soon as the marshal touches the car, you're out. Mm-hmm. Uh, started 13th, and then eight laps in, uh, the gearbox failed. So he was out, and Charles was only able to get up to fifth um, on some iffy strategy calls. But, hey, it is what it is. Um, but uh, I think it's a very, I think it's a strong showing for Mercedes, but I'm equally concerned and eager for next race out in Silverstone because Silverstone is such a high speed track. Um, you know, that straightaway going into cop's corner, um, where you're hitting 180 miles an hour. I want to see what that, that car does. And then when you're going through maggots and Beckett's, how that car bounces off the curb and everything. Um, I think it, if they can get it right, I think they'll be able to have a good showing, especially it's both drivers' home race. But we'll see what happens. I feel irresponsible, but I need to watch some of these races. Oh, I mean, definitely. <laughs> Talk about a strong showing. Uh, Charles coming from 19th and finishing 4th. 5th, but yeah. I thought it was 4th. No. Uh, Lewis finished 3rd. Tra- uh, George Russell finished 4th. But still, fifth. 19th to 5th. That is, That's crazy. Yeah. That was um, insane. I mean, major props to him from coming all the way from the back. I mean, everybody expected it. I mean, me and some buddies were thinking that he was going to be able to fight for the podium. and He wasn't far off. No. And I think if you, the safety cars didn't come out, the periods that they did, I think you'd have been able to see certain strategies really play Yeah, that's out. right. He had a pit error. Yeah. yeah. He, they messed up in the pit and still finished fifth. Mm-hmm. So, you know, major props to him. But, I mean, on that note, um, like we touched on last episode, I think Ferrari's reliability is is going to be Charles's kryptonite this year. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, everyone that's running Ferrari. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look at look, Mick. Yep. I mean, he Mick had quali- a great, great qualifying. I mean, his qualifying yeah. in the rain. I mean, it was it looked like his dad yeah. in the rain. I mean, he just he does it in a car that hasn't been upgraded or anything. Puts it P six, has a solid running for the points, mm-hmm. and has to retire because of the engine. Yep. Kevin, Kevin had a pretty good qualifying run. Yeah, I mean, 
Haas had their best qualifying since, since the first race, 2018, I think, where they locked out the third row in Canada, mm. and the first uh, it was the first lap contact with Lewis. It knocked the right front end plate off the wing, and I mean that shouldn't be a real big issue, but um, the FIA actually posted him and said you have to come in and change your wing. So he ended up Kevin. Yeah, Kevin. So he ended up falling back to the end and just never was able to come back. It's it's hard for a team like Haas when they're when they're not the Ferraris and Red Bulls for them. Like they they got that good start and that's good, but they have to stay up there. They can't have any. Right. They have to be flawless. Right. Mm-hmm. And I mean Mick. I mean he he was very strong. I mean yeah, I think he lost a spot to Espan Ocon on the start, but I mean he was heavily in contention and I think eighth or so, and when he had the issue. So, I mean, major props to Haas with a undeveloped car, essentially. Gunther. Yeah. Gunther. Gunther's doing it. So, um, but I think uh, I think Ferrari's power unit issues are going to be the kryptonite of their constructors' championship hopes and Charles's drivers' championship hopes. That sucks. Whenever you have. A driver that's on top of it, and it's mechanical failure after mechanical failure after mechanical well, I mean, failure. Look, it's out of your hands. Yeah, I mean, look at point. 2018, right. 2019, when Sebastian Vettel was on par to go and win his fifth championship, and couldn't get it done because Ferrari strategy, Ferrari mechanical failures. Yeah, it was. I mean, but it goes back to show racing is way more of a team sport than what I think a lot of people even realize. Yeah. And you also don't have, you have to realize they have to run those same engines. Yeah. Not yeah. all year. How many engines they, get, they you get? get? You Two get, or three? You get three engines um, per Yeah, three, three turbos, huh? Per car. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you get three engines, three turbos. Um, I think the only thing you get two of is the control electronics. Mm. And Charles has been through all three turbos and all three engines? Yes. <laughs> so they had to take the fourth allocate. Yeah, because in practice on Friday... They had put it, they had fitted an old engine and an old turbo in the car, and they asked him when he was leaving the pit lane to do a couple of burnouts just to get the engine revved up and everything up to temperature, and he radioed back and said, "I can't even do one." Mm. I mean, oh. that just shows. I mean, you you take an engine, you put it on the shelf, you know, in the event that you need it, and now that you need it, it you can't use it. I mean, it's it's a pig. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it's kind of like uh, Red Bull when they left Renault. Uh, Renault, yeah. 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 Red so Bull that, and Renault that, had a very, very bad and toxic relationship. I mean, it, Haas is not going to be very happy with Ferrari if they keep this up. Yeah. It's hard to leave Ferrari because Ferrari's, yeah. you know, top two team right now, maybe, you yeah. know, tied for first. But it's uh, they're definitely going to have to get some stuff changed around because you can't keep spending this much money. Gene's not going to be... You know, accepting, oh, the motor blew up. Oh, yeah, the motor blew up. Exactly. You know, unreliable issues. He's going to have to make a change, or he's definitely going to sit down with Ferrari and figure something out to where they can get a good engine going. And I'll say, you know, one thing that's concerning for Ferrari is we're just now hitting the hot months. Yeah. I mean, Silverstone, I guarantee you that's, that track is going It's going to be mid-80s next weekend for July 4th. Track temps going to be 120. Exactly. So, I mean, the heat radiating up back into the engine and everything is going to be absolutely insane. And then you go to France, and France is, it's always a, it's a toss-up, um, whether it's cloudy, whether it's raining, whatever. But, you know, coming out after the summer break, I mean, you've got races that are going to be crazy hot. 
You got Monza in Italy. You have the Netherlands where it's dry. It's the winds dry. It's humid. It's hot. The tracks old as hell. Um, and then to wrap it up, you go to wrap up really the summer. You come back to America and you run Coda and Mexico. Wow. So yeah. I mean, you're looking at a couple of months full of hot races and. What's the engine going to be able to do? Should expose any weaknesses. Yeah. And that have already been exposed with yeah. you. Yeah. Them show what they really can do. Todd Gilliland comes back to the truck series for one race to race for his dad. David Gilliland for the first time and he will take it to victory lane at Knoxville. So the trucks were at Knoxville over the weekend. What do you think about that? Anything interesting? <laughs> I think <laughs> there was way too many interesting things that happened. Yeah, there was a there was a good bit for the only NASCAR sanctioned event to go on the bit of the big three. Yeah, yeah, that was seen and unseen by the television set. But yeah, but we're gonna we'll save all. To, we'll get back. We'll to save we'll all those for another point. section because yeah. there is a about twenty minutes worth of ripping we can do on Fox. Yeah, for sure. It's coming. It's coming. Get ready. Uh, but Todd Carpenter made his truck series debut this weekend, and he came from sixth to second in the first lap of his heat race. Pretty good. Pretty Dude was good. Ripping. Yeah, ripping yeah. that high side. Yeah, um, pretty solid. Yeah, he was pretty good, and then unfortunately broke a drive shaft yeah. in the feature. Drive shaft he was dragging the dirt. He lost a drive shaft, and then the host of our losses of motor. Entire yep. motor. Yeah. Blowed he up. Not catch a break to save his damn and life. And he was ripping. Oh, yeah. He, he led like 65 rolling. out of the 67 yep. laps. Blowed up segment of the day. We even said, we said, you know what? It would be insane if this was the race that he finally got his win. We've been pulling for him wasn't all, it, uh, all year. Wasn't it last year that he took Ben Rhodes like all the way down to the end at Knoxville? Was that Dude, his, I, like, I barely, I just remember last that year they ran a fest. Last year, the race was ran 45% under caution. Yeah. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah. And majority of those cautions were at the end of the race. Yep. Yeah, I was the listening. last forty-five laps took two hours. Yeah, it was horrible. I was listening to an interview Carson did. Uh, I think it was PRN that covered the race this weekend, and uh, you could hear it in his voice. And he even said at the end of the interview, he's like, "As it would happen, like, you know, we had a good run going, and we just can't catch a break." What What sucked the most is like you can't leave the racetrack. There's no tunnel, so the race you just led. Almost every single lap until you blew up. Now you're going to sit in the hall there and listen to it. You have to sit in the middle of the racetrack and let the race finish and watch the person win. Mm-hmm. Todd, that won, you know, when that mm, probably should have been you. Like, you yep. had the truck to beat. Yeah. Yep. So yep. that definitely is a, is a tough thing to do. You know, it all started, and it started before, but, you know, Charlotte, you know, then you run off to. Uh, gateway where he breaks his foot or breaks his ankle and then sonoma where he has to get out of the truck sets pole wrecks it in, the, in qualifying that dude just cannot catch a break the there, thing, the thing you can't forget about though is just think about how much progress nice as an organization has made oh 100 so from last year oh my god and the year before yeah it's coming it's leaps coming. and when, bounds whenever ty got that full-time ride because they, they love GMS Alliance mm-hmm. that year. And everybody was like, oh, Ty's not doing... It's like the whole team sucks, man. Yeah, it wasn't, it's not yeah. just Ty. I, they're He's a four-truck team, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I think their fourth truck, they yeah, switch drivers out. Yeah. Yeah. Part-timers. But, uh, yeah, no. that And they ended up taking Ty out that truck before the season ended. 
Which they put uh, Trevor Bain in it. And then they and the whole reason was they put Trevor Bain in the Daytona summer race. Because it's probably his 500 win. And he almost won it. And they're like, oh, look at Trevor Bain deserves that nut tie. And it's like, if you think about the first Daytona race, Ty was leading the whole race and got flipped yeah. leading the race. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. do y'all not remember that? That I don't know. I'm a Ty Majeski stand, so I remember everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I mean, I think the race, I mean... Haley Deegan had a great heat a, race. A great heat race. Yeah, had a nice, yeah. she had a decent, very decent rebound from her streak of bad luck. Mm-hmm. I guess it might have been because Tabo Dine and best finish of the I year fifteenth. So. Yeah, I guess it's because Tabo Dine and Johnny Sauter yeah. were not by her. But yeah. you know, and, I mean, her. she's also really yeah. good on dirt. Exactly. I but mean, I was watching her. You, I watch her YouTube channel. A mm-hmm. few of her videos here and there. Uh, I watched this one, and she said she did not expect the top to rip the way it did so they didn't even set up mm-hmm. the car for the top well what i thought was very critical to but the, the top got her the lead in the heat race if i'm not mistaken yeah what was really critical about this entire race was they kept working the track under cautions yeah. and stage breaks like they, they were, were they yeah. were working the bottom they saw what top. happened to the bristol cup race no they saw it. what happened last, last, year, well, last year, year too rubbered up real bad took yeah. took rubber horribly and it was single lane. It was literally like an asphalt race on, on the dirt. Berm. Yeah, and that well, caused them to wreck. And I'll say this: I mean, you know, to her defense of how she didn't expect the top to come in. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw it, but when the top came in, that thing rutted up very bad. And the trucks, I mean, mm-hmm. they, if if you didn't hit the rut right, you were hopping. Oh yeah, porpoising. You know, it was <laughs> it was worse than that. <laughs> yeah. All I gotta say is uh, when Josevar went to the back and was upset, sitting in his hauler. Um, I hope he didn't kick anything. So yeah, hopefully he at least remembered been he able to kick anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But no, it was still a good race. It was still interesting to watch. I actually had to listen to it. I had to go get a brisket prepped. So yep, I was listening to it. Yeah, it was, it was fun to watch. I hope you guys all had a decent Father's Day. By the way, with all your fathers and everything. Yeah. My stepmom had COVID. Could not see my father. Damn it. Yep. You have FaceTime, don't you? He don't care that much. Chris don't even probably know how to work that. He does. <laughs> but, uh, I'm just Todd Gilliland wins. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, he did. First time ever driving for his dad. Yeah. Yeah. It was just crazy. I always thought he ran for his dad. Mm-mm. Found that out. Thought that was very interesting. First race with his dad's team, and he wins. Yep. Um, I guess we can spin off of, uh, Christopher Bell taking the. Nice big piece of dirt to the dome last week or a couple weekends ago to Ben Rhodes taking one through the grill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was Pegging the water and oil temp to 300. That's crazy. Can you imagine what the thing sounded like when it launched through the, through the truck? Thunk. I mean, you probably he, you felt that. It's, oh, it was stuck in the truck, and then when they went down pit road, he kept it. They kept yeah, the piece of I dirt and he posted on Twitter. Thing was, um, thing was about as wide as his shoulders. Oh, yeah. And it was huge. They were... They were a lap down in the race until 25 to go, and then finally got their lap back and came back and finished P10. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, that's the best finish you could possibly get for the day you had. All you're trying to do at that point is salvage points, yeah. and then you get a top 10. Get a top 10, yeah. And that's what they did. Bad. But speaking of top 10s, Ty Majeski been really consistent this year. Uh, steady top fives and top He doesn't tens. have a win yet, but 
Yeah, well, oh, it's, coming. it's definitely going to be coming. The highest points wise, he's pretty much locked into the playoffs by points if he yeah. doesn't win. As long as he doesn't have a bad next couple of races, mm-hmm. like in this final stretch, he'll Keeps be fine. his consistency. Yeah. yeah. He's the Ryan Blaney of the trucks right now. Yeah, he's pretty much. He's consistently running in the top five, top ten. Yeah. Mm. Yep. And I think if he keeps I doing think he'll that, get a win this year. Oh, absolutely. I was going to say, if he's got everything else behind him, all he needs, if he takes a win or two, mm-hmm. he's going to be a threat for the end. Yeah. I think I think, I think it's going to be a good points run for everything this year. Uh, you know, I think unless, you know, other than Xfinity, I think JRM just immediately runs away with it. And unless you're Ty Gibbs, I think Ty Gibbs is the only one that fights JRM. Possible upset. Yep. I think yeah. not even an upset. Ty Gibbs is super fast, but I think it's going to be literally it's either him or JRM, JRM, yeah, car. JRM versus Ty Gibbs. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah. Cause he has like three other teammates. Yeah. yeah. But you know, I think, I think that's, that'll be a good run. And then ton of winners making the playoffs. Um, in the cup. In the cup. Yeah, because yeah. there's how many spots 12. left? Oh, uh, you got four spots left. We got 12 winners. <laughs> 12 Dude, winners. There's a lot of races left until that cutoff, man. Daytona in August. That's, yep. the, that's the cutoff. You know, people can people can look into one at Daytona. Um, so we'll see. I mean, that like would it. be an upset. Yeah, it would. So, you know, oh, kick yeah. one of, you know, and say a Kevin Harvick doesn't get it done, you know, and he's on the bubble, and say, you know, like a Michael McDowell goes and wins Daytona. Yeah. You yeah, know, kicks out a legend, and because yeah, so it's it's always a wild card at Daytona. So I think that'll be some really really good uh, points battles this year. I just think the racing in general has gotten better across the board. Yeah, definitely, definitely not the broadcasting. Mm-hmm. Broadcasting has taken a well, step back. Well, we go to NBC, so yeah. And honestly, oh, we'll get to that. Yeah. Sorry, just back to the cup real quick. I, I'm double checking it, but I'm pretty sure you got ten. Different winners. No, it's this 12, year. 12. It's 12, 12 already? Okay. Sora's made it 12. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's insane. Everything goes to Nashville next week, so <clears throat> that'll yep. be interesting to see. Uh, we got a few uh, news updates. Bob Pockris from Fox Sports, he, uh, I guess, put out a little write-up about how the first half of the season went through mm-hmm. Fox, and they are up 6% in viewership from last year, which is a pretty... Pretty steep That's number. a pretty good That's number. a good jump in one year. Yeah, for sure. And it has a lot to do with the new car and the unknowns and everybody. And then the season is actually better than we thought it would be. So Way tighter. You know. Uh, yeah. And also, being from Louisiana, we saw a little... Lift at the skirt. A little... I don't know where that came from, out of left field, but they're talking yeah. about a street course. And <laughs> they mentioned that New Orleans is a possibility and was on... Their radar. Yeah. Could you imagine? Could you imagine a street race in New Orleans? The streets yeah. of New Orleans. The party on Bourbon Street after. Oh Dude. man, that would be <laughs> insane. I'm at, we could probably like race rental carts with NASCAR drivers. Honestly, we go like. We I take, would. Like, I would a, find where they're going, when they're going, and going. I would yeah. take. Like, <laughs> the, I would take like the Wednesday to Monday off. Oh, I would take the whole week off. Yeah. We're Maybe going, we're Tuesday. Going, we're going to hang out. We're yeah. going to grab one of the balconies where those hotels are at over that street. Oh, we'll podcast from the location. It, yeah. We'll grand, do that. But yeah. worth it. If Even better, come, podcast from Cafe Du Monde. If, if, oh, if they come that, to New Orleans. That would be bang. If they come to New Orleans. Or even on the balcony. That yeah. would be sick, yeah. too. Middle of Jackson Square. Yeah. You know what I'm or on Bourbon <laughs> Street. <laughs> I don't know if you want to be in the middle of Jackson Square. Bring your beads. Yeah, bring your beads, girl. We'll show you We'll show you what to do with them. Yeah, it, it'll be a uh, yeah. I, I, I say that's a good thing to say. Or wow, 
I'd say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it's a good thing to say too. Huh? I yeah. think I think yeah, the listeners should hold us to that. If they come to New Orleans, we're gonna do a live podcast over there. Yeah, it's either gonna be Cafe Du Monde or from the balcony of whatever Airbnb we take. Yep, we'll Something. have beads on deck, so we'll see who's. Uh... Actually, for my 18th birthday, fun fact: my mom got me and my sister balcony on Bourbon Street for the weekend. Oh, nice! Yes. That wow. was the most fun I've ever had for a birthday. Still yeah. to this day. That's awesome. They got really drunk. I threw up Jambalaya, and then I went to a strip club across the street. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the only way to do it. My, <laughs> great. My bourbon all street. in about, what, like a 30-minute time span? Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. My bourbon street experience was kind of weird. You don't don't walk down bourbon street at 3 a.m. from a concert. That's and also, don't do. go too far down bourbon street. Yeah, you yeah. don't. There's certain sections. There's this bar that you just stop, and then you turn around. Yeah. Don't keep going. Oh, I don't know. I don't know where we were. I made that street. mistake. <laughs> it gets weird. It gets real weird. My buddy brain almost got it. And it ain't even just after dark. It just, it's, it's weird. All day long. <laughs> it's 24 just, hours a day, 365 days a year. It's weird. Brandon almost got uh, dragged into a fight. So It's it not hard weird. to get in a fight uh, on Brandon. It's weirder than that down there. <laughs> you see these people and you're like, how are you a human? Yeah. How are you a human? Like something that failed in a lab type of thing. You know, we're probably scaring a lot of people away from coming yeah, out. We're just saying don't go past X, Y, and Z bar. Yeah, don't don't yeah. go past the place where you get hand grenades. Yep. Don't go past that. <laughs> yeah, go. Stop there and yeah. come back the other way. <laughs> yeah. Go back towards civilization. Yeah. So, circling around, and so the, we had to fill something in. Uh, Xfinity and Cup was off, so we didn't have anything to yeah, fill the episode in. To say this so we were just going to talk about our um, most memorable win, uh, you know, in our own careers. And let y'all get to know us a little bit better. Yeah. Our history of racing, you know, even though we're not like pros, but it's still, I like, I like the history. I like to know where people come from. Yeah, yeah. just a yeah. story. Yeah. You know? I mean, you it doesn't matter who you are. You guys are listening to us talk and we want you guys to know us and, you know, be relatable so and understand who we are. Um, so we'll start off with Colton. Colton, go ahead and tell us a little bit about how you got started and your most memorable win. Uh, I got started, it was 2009 I actually got in the car, but I fell in love with racing before that. Uh, my mom's dad got me into racing, and it's actually in drag racing, which is something Chance and I have in common. Indeed. Uh, it was an NHRA race in Baytown, uh, which that track's not even there anymore, well, it's not used anymore. But um, yeah, I fell in love with racing about eight years old, and then... Started racing carts in 2009, and then, uh, yeah, went into 2010 before I got out. But the, my last win was probably my most memorable win. And it was bumping up from Junior 2 to Junior 3. Uh, we won a, a few races in our rookie season and then at Acadiana. But uh, this season in particular was like, you know, being 12 years old, going into Junior 3, you felt kind of intimidated because you're like, you know, as a 12 year old, you're like, oh, there's 15 year old guys in here and mm-hmm. this and that. But, um, and it was me. I want to say Caleb Romero went up with us. I want to say you went up at the same time. I'm pretty sure you bumped up with us. It was a choose year. It's possibly. I, I jumped up before I was supposed to in a lot of divisions. Yeah. Yeah. Because of my weight. Yeah. It was you, me, and uh, Caleb Romero. Lance, all maybe? At the same time. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Probably Lance. Lance Hayden, Hayden Lance and all that. Yeah, Hayden, uh, yes, Hayden Lance bumped up with us. Um, but, yeah, that was it was our second points race, and uh, I kept I kept 
getting bumped around, pushed around by this one guy. And um, what's his name? Call him out. Do you want me to call him out? Is he at this table? No, he's not at this table. Oh. He's not at this table. You think he'll listen? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I, just I, throw I, the I name. Just is, throw the, the is there name. bad blood? I'll just say he had the Black Monster Energy Cart. Oh, Luke Gidry. Oh, gotcha. Okay, I wasn't yeah. gonna throw his name out, but yeah. Anyways. <laughs> oh, Lukey. Yeah. I forgot. I forgot he raced. To be honest with you, there were a few unnecessary slams after races were over and stuff like that. It was just stupid and petty. But what was so satisfying was when my 12-year-old self got to beat his 15-year-old self in the feature <laughs> at the very end that night. It was. I feel more, most proud about it because it was the first race I really felt like I had to be like chess match strategic about kind of picking apart. He knew every time I was ready to pass, he knew exactly what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I kind of learned you can't do the same thing because you kind of start learning by doing. Can't be yeah. predictable. You can't be predictable. And uh, yeah, we had we got all the way down to two laps to go. I got to his bumper from fourth uh, to his bumper and then rode his bumper all the way, like I said, two laps to go. And coming out of three and four... The whole race, I kept trying to go under him, under him. So he kept chopping, chopping, chopping. Well, coming out of three and four and two, with two laps to go, I went up above him. Like I was going up towards the wall wide. So he came up and I dipped right underneath him. And when a bird he, dive? When he came down, yeah, I was already there. So he loosened up, drove past him, and then just drove to the win after that. Rode Sweet. the last two laps of the win. So it just, like I said, you just feel like I got out the cart and you're like, did I just do that? You know, it's like an instinctual thing, and then mm-hmm. you're just like, okay, I'll learn something today. Yeah, for so, sure. And yeah, like I said, twelve year old self, you feel like a beast when you beat a fifteen year old driver that's been driving, you know, years longer than you have. Yeah. But yeah, for it was sure. fun. Solid win. Yeah, yeah, chance. Give us a little insight on you, bud. All right, so I started racing in two thousand two. Um, prior to that, I had called my dad one random day, watching TV. I think I was watching an NHRA replays and i was like hey i want to i want to race drag race he's like what it's like yeah he's like well we'll talk about it when you come because i would go like on the weekends this how we started looking through the jags magazine for oh yeah cars and stuff well my grandma's like what y'all doing and we told her and she's like well why don't you go check out that uh go-kart track down the road because they worked in real bridge and i think the next following weekend was katie Ann used to have test and tune mm-hmm so we went, and that was right before the season, the first season, well, 2002 season. And we went there, and boom, that Friday we bought a go-kart and raced on Saturday. Damn. <laughs> we, load, we, we scaled the cart on um, bathroom scales. <laughs> no way. Four of them. Four the cheap ones. Just, yeah, did the math just to get to uh, weight. Like, and we were using dumbbells as weight. It was, <laughs> it was insane. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been racing ever since. Uh, memorable win, I have really two. I mean, Cajun Indoor, 20... Uh, what year was that? 2013. Yeah. yeah. I had no business winning that one. Came from like fifth to first, fourth to first in the last turn. Went through the infield and won it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I got pushed to the infield. I didn't go through it. Uh, that one was pretty good. And then my 21st birthday, well, it was June 18th. I remember getting off the track at 11.50 before my birthday. I We were doing well all day. Set pole in every class, one light, medium started, and my motor wouldn't crank. And my buddy Mason's helping me. That's my pit help. And he doesn't know much at this point, you know? And he's just 
pull on it, and it's uh, Parker's dad runs to his trailer, grabs a electric starter. No, he grabs spark a plug. spark plug, oh, changes okay. the spark plug while everyone's making pace laps. Parker. And like he's um, Jared Parker's dad. Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. They had come race with us randomly. I got you. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. They only came that. once. Yeah, and uh, he's just cranking on it and I'm just, I give up because it's not even wanting to turn over you know mm-hmm. so I take my neck brace off I take my gloves off and he tries one more time and I it cranks and I'm like <laughs> oh no <laughs> so I start throwing everything on and when I look up the race is starting like they're coming out of four so I just hit the gas when I get on the track last place is in the middle of one and two damn and that was back when we had long straightaways mm-hmm. and I ran everyone down and won the race damn hell yeah, yeah. It was crazy. That's the memorable cool. race. We had one caution, but I had made it up to like sixth place when the first caution came out. And after that, within two laps after that, I was in the lead. For those that don't know, uh, Chance is kind of a uh, karting legend here locally and nationally, actually. Yeah, he he, he yeah, won't not, admit it. Not, not nationally, but definitely. You were competitive. Yeah. You were competitive. I had some pretty decent runs, for sure. And just a little information. Uh, guys, if you're wondering what we're talking about when we say Acadiana or Mojave, Acadiana Speedway in Brobridge, Louisiana, and Mojave is in Sterlington, I think. Yeah, Sterlington. Yeah, Monroe can, area. Yeah, you can find both of those speedways and cart tracks, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you can find both of those on Facebook. Go yep. follow them and check them out. Keep up with them. They're both active. There's things that they're sharing, talking about. And there's great things that are going on at both of them. So, guys, go check yep. them out um, and and give them some love. But, Ethan. So, uh, kind of like Chance, um, I got started in racing. Um, funny story, Kali Saloon and Ambassador Caffrey, me, my dad, my sister, and my grandfather, Pop, we're sitting at Ground Patty having lunch, and my dad's buddies, Buster Graham and Hal Martin and such, were always trying to get me to go into motocross, and my mom wouldn't let it. I mean, and neither would my dad, because it wasn't a matter of if you got hurt, it was yeah. when you got hurt. So, um, eight years old, we're all sitting at lunch, and my grandpa looks at my dad and says, hey, let's get Ethan a go-kart. So, my dad calls Robert Montgomery, and Robert... Uh, gives us the phone number to Bobby Campbell and we go to Bobby's shop out in Cecilia and buy a nemesis and same thing as you um, went home and my dad actually used um, insulation um, styrofoam to like mold out like what he needed to bend for, so, for my pedals and everything and he worked from 5.30 Friday night to 10 o'clock Saturday morning and my numbers were printed out on printer paper in sheet protectors. Shut up. <laughs> sheet protectors and they were taped close to where the number to where the paper wouldn't come out. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. It's super funny because if you know Mark, if you know that would never exactly fly. It, but so it flew then. It That's does. so funny. If you know if you know my dad that yeah was it was it 29 yeah it, it from was the start it, it was from the start it was 29 because um me and my dad used to always watch the nascar races mm-hmm. and they were racing atlanta i think it was 2004 and i walked up to the tv and i looked at i found kevin harvick he was like nobody this was after his you know atlanta win and whatever he's running like 16th and i said that's my driver mm-hmm. and ever since then you know that was my driver and i took the 29 lucky pick yeah (laughs) (laughs) 
And it went from there. Imagine picking Kevin LePage. <laughs> but, um... You probably wouldn't admit to that. You know, yeah. had the privilege of, of meeting Kevin and talking with him for quite a long time. Um, great guy. Family guy. Everything. But, um... Probably my most memorable win would be 2013 um, out in Stateline, Mississippi. Love that track. Yep. Um, so I was racing against Bailey Rogers, and he raced, he raced for Flyboys. Pretty good, oh, pretty good yeah, junior yeah, racer yeah. back in the okay, day. Okay, I remember now. So this was the same year that I had won the Icebreaker, came home and won the um, won the Dusty – not the, the KJ Challenge, Challenge or yeah. everything. And – Chasing Racing had put Bailey in the magazine as the junior nationally ranked driver, mm. and they didn't meet. And Bailey didn't win anything at the Icebreaker, nor the He had won at Gonzalez when they were there. Well, that he was the beat, year prior. Yeah, he beat me. And so, I mean, 13-year-old me, I kind of get pissed off about it. Mm. And so I qualified third. I passed Trace Capers for second. And go into three and four, and Bailey looks under him and he sees me and i bumped him going into the corner just let him know i was there and he washed it up spun it out hit the tires they sent me to the back and i drove from 11th place back to the lead took the lead won the race and bailey rogers that's the night that bailey rogers dad walked out on the track and punched ricky golf in the infield i'm sitting on the back straightaway and Ricky's directly to my left, and I just see Bailey's dad walk from the scales straight onto the track and starts yelling <laughs> and just walks right up to Ricky and just decks him. Mm. That's why. It'd be like that sometimes. It'd be like that. I've seen some, I went to Evil End once, and they destroyed a fence from a fight. Like, there was a fence that separated where you got off the track. Like a Katie like pit lane, yeah, but it was like a wooden one, and just Oof. everyone just toppled over. Oh, and nice swinging. And me and my dad looked at each other like, I don't think we're coming back. Here. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So I guess it's my turn. Yeah, it's yep. your turn, sir. Yeah. All right. Which one of these was your favorite? <laughs> well, <laughs> so to kind of kind of like Ethan's deal. Um, Did you my, have per- sheet protective? No, 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 no. I don't think. I well, think. He's probably got to be the only guy who's ever had that. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah. never admit oh, that then, ever again. Uh, and then, <laughs> then it gets better, not to cut you off, Alex. Come off the track, and the brake pedal failed. And the fence that they used to have protecting the scales, I slid directly into. The sheet protector rips, and the paper falls out. So my dad had to duct tape a 29 on the side of the cart because there was no more loose. there was no more copy paper there. I've had to duct tape every single number on my go-kart before because they didn't have numbers for sale at the track. It was yep. orange duct tape on a black go-kart. I do remember that. Yeah. I do remember that, actually. I've yeah. seen pictures. Yeah, Collins. Yeah. We should have won everything, but anyways. Uh, so, kind of like Ethan's story, I was four years old. My mom and dad were really big into NASCAR. Um, and so we, I told my dad I wanted to race. And we didn't know what we wanted to race, but we were going to figure it out. And so my dad had brought me to the Brobridge dirt bike track. My mom didn't know about it. <laughs> I remember this <laughs> and story. we were watching him, and my age group that I would have been in came up. And so we're at the, start, they're at the starting gate. We're in the stands. It's cold as all get out. It's freezing cold. It's me and my sister. My brother was too young to come, but 
it's me, my dad, my sister, and we're watching. And my dad, they go out of the gate and, and they see everyone fall down. He's like, "Nope, that's <laughs> we're not doing that. That looks no fun." And then my mom, my mom put her foot down. She was like, four wheels, not two." And then she wasn't for me getting into a go kart and stuff like that. Well, she decides she was a corporate manager for UPS, and she gets on a plane for San Diego. Well, we go drop her off at and that's the airport. She screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> we go drop her off at the airport, and about two hours later, we had a go kart sitting in the driveway. Uh, we, it's funny because the same person Chance got his Triton from. We got uh, our first go kart from. Um, we got a homemade champ kart from them. Um, what's Barry? Uh, oh, I didn't get my Triton from him. I thought you got it from them. No, I was gonna. I was gonna run it. But I ended up oh, okay. Well, anyways. I don't even know the dude's name that I got mine from. Well, anyways, I remember your dad telling me that story, and he's like, "Remember this lesson." He's like, "It's better to ask for forgiveness than to ask permission." Yeah. So we do that, um, and actually, Terry Prudem is the um, is the person who sent us the way to Acadiana. We went check it out, and we bought that Champ cart, and then we started getting a little bit more competitive we got our first flat cart from chance Uh, that thing won me my first race we still have the same dover motor we bought from chance the first flathead we ever bought uh that thing old bro yeah it's (laughs) it's old old. and so we just kept moving on up from there and and building building going on the race scene and traveling and all that and uh, it kind of builds up to my most memorable win um i wouldn't say it's my first slot machine it would be my second one um my first one kind of backed into that one and got it off of a DQ. Still have it it's sitting right here in front of me, but it's and a not completely different color than this. Yeah, <laughs> it's a different mold, but it's not it's not the same feeling as when you go you cross the line. You cross the line, and we led majority of the race. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We started we started third the night before, couldn't get around the leader, and we were got up to second, couldn't get around the leader. And we um, we got moved on the last lap, fighting for the lead, and we didn't finish the race. Uh, so, in in this certain class, we won. We won sumo. Um, had good runs in super heavy and was a top ten go kart, but wasn't fighting for the wins in those. But in sumo the night before, um, like I said, we got moved out of the way. Didn't finish the race, but we started third. Uh, started third in this this race, the Saturday night sumo race, and. Uh, they had some failures in front of me, yeah, uh, but I do think we had the go-kart to compete for the win no matter what, mm-hmm. uh, but it kind of fell into my lap right there, and we we took the lead at lap five, and you still never yeah, looked back. You still had to work around somebody. Yeah, never looked back. I got um, video footage of that. We'll yeah. Have to post it. <laughs> yeah, we, we never looked back from there, and, and we led the last uh, 10 laps, and it was just... It was really huge, uh, you know. Me and my dad and all my family, you know, they supported me for so long, and we've been chasing this damn trophy, piece of wood, for so long. I don't even have one. Yeah, and man, that hurts. <laughs> I want one so bad. We've been we've been chasing it for so damn long, and, and if if you guys don't know anything about Batesville, it's the Indoor Car Nationals, and and it, it's one of the biggest races you can you can go out there and win there, there's 1700 entries a year at it, this place it's the indoor cart nationals yeah it's, it's the indoor place other than williamston um but williamston doesn't have that trophy well, that's what i'm saying nostalgia that chase. entries yeah the so it's it's uh it's huge to go and get that uh, my dad met me before i even got to the scales he came and gave me a big old hug so that was real special 
and then we partied like it was 1999 at the biz and when we got back to the <laughs> were compound were you even alive in 99 yeah I was born in 98 he was, he, he, well, he was a baby he yeah, was partying was, was, you were partying on that party. milk I was, I was actually in the hospital with pneumonia sheesh for the turn of the century turn it up yeah but it was uh, it was really cool um, you know so hopefully we can just keep bring all the notes we got from this past year and uh, do it again come this this coming year and try and get us a couple more put us on the shelf do it again I still think the best thing is that she protected that's great my she protector's that, pretty damn good yeah, I'm not good. gonna lie that's super funny yep but um you know just gonna go back I mean I know you guys are all gonna give me shit for this um when do we not yeah <laughs> Mr. SBR <laughs> yeah I was just gonna you know thank Brent and Brian over at SBR for all their help back when we went on the national circuit um, couldn't have done it without him. But Brent and Brayden actually got back into racing here yeah, a Brent couple years ago. taught me a lot. Yeah. Brent taught me a lot, and then when I started running mats, preps, and everything, it just the knowledge Brent taught me and transferring it to what? Well, it started off with Brandon. Yeah. Well, Brandon didn't really teach me much. You know? He just did it. He just did it. Yeah, yeah. that's when Brent, he came to Brent Cajun. Actually that's when taught me things. Brandon would come to Cajun with an 18-wheeler double deck yeah, and say, hey, this is what you're running. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's our stories. Um, something a little cool we wanted to fit in there, kind of fill the episode up. Uh, so yeah, that, that is, um, that's us. Yep. That's, our, that's our racing side of us. We obviously yep. have uh, different backgrounds personally, but we'll maybe, maybe in the future we'll get to that. And, yeah. uh, but we're going to move on here to our DARF segment. It's a pretty big one, so we kind of got to get into it. It's not a fan, per se. No, it's an industry. It's just a fan. Entertainment. Yeah. yeah, it's a multi-billion dollar business that can't get anything right the last couple yeah. weeks. Dude, that, like, they, people are like, oh, this is your B-League. You're like your B-people at the track. I don't know, man. That might be like fourth string. Yeah. It was bad. So they started the day off with... Um, I started the day off with Tyler Carpenter, like we said in the Chuck's review, that Tyler went from sixth to second in his heat race and did in not cover a lick of it. Yep, in one lap, yeah. sixth to second, and didn't say a word about him. Yep. Yeah, and and he won that ride. That should have been a story, exactly. You know? yeah, like a pre-race, like yeah, not not a big story, but like do something. Well, no, I mean like if you're gonna make big stories of, out of whatever on like race day you can make a story out of yeah. that i mean that's something and, that's they fumbled and, and the, the writers fumbled the you remember how that. we talked about i wonder how he, he'll handle the media i think that was them avoiding him yeah. they, they just yeah. wanted they didn't him. even they, give him the attention they he didn't deserved. even give him yeah nothing they gave him he nothing. literally is a two-time champion of the, the gateway, gateway indoor nationals back to back yeah and won this ride i don't think they wanted him there that's what it made me feel like yeah i don't know man he had a great truck Running good for his first time. Six to second, man. He's racing some full-timers. And I've been in that truck for years. Yeah. Yeah. And raced, la- raced at Knoxville last year, most yep. of them. And for him to go out there and, and finish second to, I, I want to say, Haley Deegan. Do late models even run in Knoxville, or is that strictly sprint cars? I've I'm not never sure. seen a late model. I've never seen a late model there. On Knoxville. But, I mean, that wasn't even the worst But part. I do strictly watch the sprint cars yeah. over there, so I couldn't tell you. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that wasn't even the worst part. I mean, Jessica Friesen flips down the back straightaway. No Nothing. coverage. You you see... No, no, no. She didn't flip in the back straightaway. I no, she flipped entering turn three. Oh, even worse. Yeah. 
She hit the berm and flipped. Well, you know, so you don't cover that. And you just come back and you say, oh, look, it's a caution. And she's sitting on the berm. No, 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 no. This was the last lap of the race. Mm-mm. Does she flip? Yeah. Oh, she oh it was? She flipped on the last lap of the race. Oh, damn. Hmm. But What so was she running? Mid-pack. Mid-pack. Yeah. So, Stewart was in, like, top seven. Yeah, Stewart was kind of fast. But, hey, Jessica, for wheeling that damn thing. Oh, yeah. Killed yeah. it for a girl, and mm-hmm. she, but she's she's a she's a dirt racer. Yeah, you know, that's that's what they do in their off time. They go to dirt drag race. They're modified. Before Jessica flipped, Brett Moffat decided to go two wheels and ride the wall, and they were wondering where all his damage came from. They got a replay, and apparently they couldn't find a camera on him riding the wall in front of the the flag stand. Was there only one camera? Apparently, because they had no angles on anything else. They, they, they should have hell kept the angles off the grandstands. Those things were empty. I don't get it, man. Empty. Like, I mean, I get it. You're, you know, I all the fans want to congregate to, like, the center. But, dude, last year you had people sitting on the hill. You had people sitting on the back stretch. This year, the stands from, like, the last two sections of stands on the outside were completely empty. There was nobody there. You know what they could sell out? Eldora. Mm-hmm. But like, I but they can't like, swallow their pride enough to go back. But how did who did they? How did they hire these cameramen? You know, it's like what? What's your what's don't, your don't experience? Give me, don't get me like, started on the booth either, dude. Yeah, like, like I'm saying, like everybody, it was the off weekend, so they were probably trying to get give people. Yeah, I mean, don't give me a weekend not. off, so they were using their B League, C League. Well, I mean, given Michael and Michael Waltrip was in Pensacola. Yeah, exactly, and he's he's one of the main yeah, guys. It, yeah. Know? Because it's, I mean, for the year, for the weeks past, I mean, it's what it's Phil Parsons, Michael Waltrip, and Kurt Busch yeah. that have been doing it. It's probably, I, f- I think it might be Fox's fault. Written, uh, every everything is Fox's. It all comes down to Fox. Yeah. But I just see it as they didn't take Knoxville seriously, so they like, oh well, let's let's not put all our resources into Knoxville. And yeah. this isn't their and, last race and, with the trucks. Yeah, exactly. And they like, have Pocono. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It almost looked like they were like, mm, no, we got one no, foot out I the think, door. No, Fox, Fox yeah. does the yeah. whole season. Yeah, Fox does the oh, whole season on Yeah, yeah. FS1. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like Speed did for... What I, yeah, what I'm saying is they go to FS1 on at, at Pocono. Oh, yeah. Well, no, but it's all it's all the same. Yeah, it's all the same deal. Uh, but I don't think the, the trucks have ever run on Fox. It's always been Fox Sports 1. Yeah. There was some deal about Pocono and Fox and what it was going to do. Hmm. I, don't I don't know. know. But they, it, 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 it almost, I don't know. It I, This was like a, a week of they don't give a shit, so let's just go ahead and give them coverage and we'll hit what we want to hit. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. This was probably the worst of the Fox broadcasts. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Might be ever. Yeah. Yeah. And it happens to, I mean, right after they had the cup issue last weekend. <laughs> Doesn't look good. No. I am so excited for Dale Jr. Yeah, I'll tell you what I'm <laughs> so excited, excited for. Is the fact that the TV rights are up for everybody after 2024. Need to yeah. bring ESPN back. Bring ESPN they, back. They said, go back to CBS. ESPN yeah. said they're thinking about it, but they're happy with Formula well, One. Well, you see, and that's the thing is they're not guaranteed Formula One spot next year. Um, because Formula One wants so much money. And ESPN saying, hey, listen, we'll give you the money, but we have one stipulation. We want one of our own guys at every race yeah. to where we can do a sports center segment, we can do this, that, and the other. Because, you know, they, they everything through Sky Sport. Right. Yeah. But, you know, ESPN wants to 
bring it even bigger yeah. to the United States. Not just distribute. Exactly. Basically. Through Sports. Is, is IndyCar with Peacock? Yes, they're okay. with NBC. Yeah, NBC. NBC. Yeah. And the NBC coverage Which, for the Indy 500 was... The, yeah, I'm so glad was. I have Peacock. Yep. I bought Peacock for the Rolex 24. Mm. And I, what, I bought it for the spinoff of uh, Fresh Prince. <laughs> yeah. So, going off into predictions. Yep. Um, F1's off. Yeah, F1's off. They come back July 4th to Silverstone like Ethan stayed. Yeah, we'll touch on earlier. that. Um, but Cup, Trucks, and Xfinity are all at Nashville. All right, so Cup, what do you think? Broad, very broad prediction, a Hendrick car. Uh, Ty- yeah. Tyler Reddick. I like I like a Hendrick car because it's it's the late afternoon into early evening. Nashville reminds me of a small California, and Tyler Reddick did really well at California, so I'm gonna I'm, go with Tyler. I'm Reddick. gonna go with back to back winner Kyle Larson. It's gonna be a back to back. He won last. Oh year. yeah, he did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you can. Okay. That's fine. I'll go. I'll still go with Tyler Reddick. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a. Uh, I think you have a good shot at Hendrick car. All right. Well. I'll okay. go off on a whim. William Byron. I, I was going to say William Byron. I'll just go off on a whim and say William right. Byron. Alex Bowman, he's due for a win. Yeah. yeah. Another yeah. one. Yeah. Trucks. Or Xfinity. Xfinity, let's go Xfinity. Ty Gibbs. Josh Berry. Berry. I could, I could see Justin pulling okay. one off. Yeah. Or maybe even Sam Mayer. Yeah. Yeah, Sam's due for one. Well, Sam's due for some good luck. I mean... Yeah, he's been there, but he's just not there. One up, yeah. Ty and Sam fight it to the to for the win. Oh, that'd be awesome! That'd, that'd be awesome. Put them both in the infield. <laughs> that'd be amazing. Who I got for the trucks? I'm T boy. Okay, so if if Carson runs it, which I'm sure he will. Yeah, Carson. But honorable mention, Tommy Jessica. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Chance there. I'm gonna go Carson. Carson. Cool. Um, just. Some cool facts we didn't touch on earlier. Um, the SRX did have their race at Pensacola. And um, Helio Castroneves. Yeah, yeah Castroneves. He won his, he won it. But a, a little cool fact is he was not even registered for this race. Yeah. Until the day before. Well, it wasn't even the day before. Uh, he said it was the day. It says oh, it's, they reported it was okay. until the day before. He he showed up looking for a ride and got it and then won. Yeah, and I think the the best part is is because he won that race, he's guaranteed a spot. Like they're gonna give him a NASCAR Cup ride. Well, so, yeah, that I mean it's not been officially released, but, but I thought it was like something with like it's it's said that um, the uh, I want to say it was. Um, Find it. The a deal was made with the CEO Donald Hawk to get him in a NASCAR ride at Daytona. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see what news that brings. That'd be really cool. Uh, congratulations to him for winning that. It was yeah. short, great race. Looked good, tight racing. We yeah. watched it while the truck race was on. We had two TVs on in the living room. So. Uh, let's see. Pretty sure. I have it right here. Yeah, Ryan Newman was third, Bubba Pollard was second. Yeah. yeah, which is great because, I mean, that gives Bubba Pollard some exposure to other 
people, you know, like yeah. Helio. You got to meet Helio. Exactly. Talk to Helio, you know. And Ryan Newman. Exactly. So that's I'm cool. sure I'm sure they knew each other. I mean I'll give I'll give Helio this. I mean, I didn't think like I mean Helio Castroneves comes on like he gets on a plane. You really think Tony Stewart's gonna turn him down? No. That man old. Yeah. Well, I mean, and he still can drive. I mean, yeah. I mean, he, he won Indy last year, and then they put him on for a full season at Meyer Shank this year. Yeah. Yeah. But coming up this weekend, we have a Cadiana. Uh, mm-hmm. Chance and Ethan will be coming help. Yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> what yeah. you got? No, I'm joking. Oh, uh, and then uh, me, uh, Jacob, Colton, and Austin will all be racing. And most likely Ricky. Ricky will be coming too. I don't think Hunter's coming race this weekend, but we'll all be racing at Acadia. It looks like it'll be a fun one, a hot I one. I cannot wait to get chafed. Yeah, <laughs> get the swamp De- ass hey, early. Hey, look, deodorant. Get you an old stick of deodorant. Who the f- doesn't wear deodorant. No, he's talking about Colton knows. No, yeah, boy, you go get you some cornstarch. You go get some cornstarch. Cornstarch, bro. Send you a powder, or just get them ball pocket. Boudreaux's butt paste like that. <laughs> <laughs> Get the banana hammock underwear. But yeah, it looks like what? There's, there's no <laughs> the, the what? There's no rain in the forecast. Hopefully, so um, yeah, it's just gonna be. I hot kind of wish, dude. I'm dude, not gonna yeah. just to cool it off just a dab it. Wendell is going to dump some water on that track. Yeah, and so, so glad um, I'm not working. Everybody wish Jacob luck because he thinks he's just gonna come destroy us, and Coco's gonna be there, so he's gonna have to let him know what's up. But yeah, we have a full weekend worth of racing. And uh, we'll see how it goes. Good luck, yeah. Jacob. Yeah, wish yeah. you the best of luck. Good luck there, buddy. I hope you win, actually. I hope Maybe. you go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But all right, guys, this is episode four. Thank you for listening, and we will catch you next Tuesday. Yes. Take it easy. Take Later. it easy, guys. food up where we go hooters <laughs> <laughs> no dude i had a, a salad from zeus today for lunch that bitch was bust i know you probably don't like zeus or anything but was, uh, no. have you opened zoe's kitchen yes zoe's is good Caleb loves hey zoe's no i'll tell you what place is fire been in your mama's kitchen but that's about it bruh <laughs> <Dow. laughs> <laughs>